Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. You know, a little over a year ago, we had the pleasure of talking with Christina Damari of River and Pearl's nonprofit organization. She is back along with her sister, Nan Black. Good morning to both of you. Hello there. Hello. Well, thank you both for being here. Kind of a refresher, Christina. Tell us a little bit about River and Pearls and what it's all about. So River and Pearls is a nonprofit organization based in Fort Collins, Colorado, and our mission is to cultivate hope, healing, and growth in the lives of children and youth through the resources we create and the programs that we offer here in Colorado. And give me an example of how you do that. So um, we have like our main program is called Cultivating Pearls, and that walks girls through a process of Um, The title of it is Cultivating Pearls. It walks them through pearls, purified, empowered, anointed, rooted, filled with life to shine for others. So as they go through um, this program, they use art to um, process different things that are going on, or or it could just be um, cultivating a dream that they have or goals that they have for their life. So girls come into the program for a whole bunch of different reasons, and they just use art to um, help them on their journey. But everything ends at the, at, the, at the end part of it with how they could be filled with life to shine for others. Mm-hmm. And that's where um, a lot of our resources and a lot of the uh, outreach that we do comes from girls that have actually thought of how can I make a difference in the community and bring healing and, and hope to others. Well, and that's how the My Journey coloring book, which is more than just a coloring book, it's it's kind of like a journal and a place to put your feelings, but that's how that came about. Is that correct? It is, yes. So that was created by um, a 17-year-old girl, Morgan Saylor, who's from Loveland, Colorado, and she had just recently lost her little sister to leukemia and had used art to kind of process just that, that journey she found herself on. And then when she got to the point where she felt like she was ready to start thinking about how she could bring hope to others, she remembered how hard it was for her sister in the hospital and how she loved to color. And that was the one thing the family could do, like bringing her coloring books and helping her not just pass the time, but the coloring became a way for her to be able to process and and express herself through coloring, which is actually something that is a pretty big deal in children's hospitals. That's how a lot of the child life leaders and the art therapists and and the staff use coloring to help them cope with what they're going through. So anyway, Morgan just saw that, but she also saw that it was hard to find coloring books that were manageable for how hard it was for her sister um, with how weak she was from the treatments. Mm -hmm. And so it was like they were either like too elementary or too complicated. And um, so she decided she wanted to create something that was beautiful and inspiring, but still simple enough for the children to be able to do. And then with my background in in using art as therapy, we kind of blended it all together to be a healing art coloring book that art therapists can use and childlike leaders in hospitals can use as a tool to help the children process. Well, I remember when you were in here and you showed me the coloring book. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. I don't know who wouldn't want one, but it was also really encouraging. And we had talked about, okay, so here's what's going on and the need to get it out there into more children's hospitals. And a lot has changed since we first talked. So tell me about how your sister, Nan Black, who is married to Bud Black, the manager of the Colorado Rockies, tell me how this has evolved with her help. Okay, Nan, I'll let you step in. 
Well, um, I obviously have known what Christina's been doing over the years and have been a big proponent of it because uh, I've been in pediatric medicine my whole life. I right out of school went into the pediatric ICU and stayed in there until about 10 years ago. Um, I moved over to the infectious disease department, uh, giving unapproved drugs to kids trying to die of their infections. So I have always been around critical kids and I know the need and I know how important it is. And I, I see them and I see the child life specialists, you know, their reactions and how appreciative they are of it. This. So that's how um, we just decided once COVID got here and Chris was receiving all of these desperate emails and sad crying for hope emails from all over the country. You know, I talked to Buddy about it and we decided to go ahead and do a run. And then since we sponsored it and it was, um, you know, from Buddy, Buddy and I from the Rockies, um, MLB has, you know, stipulations about what you what you can do, where you can go when you actually use your title as a Colorado Rockies. So mm-hmm. we, we only could stay in Colorado. So I called out to some of the other wives who, you know, obviously are not from Colorado. And um, some of them jumped on board also to, you know, like the Blackmans did um, Atlanta and the LeMahews did New York and um uh, Nolan did California, so they all picked states where they were from, and um, you know, did a, did a bunch of books. You know, donated to River and Pearl so that Chris could get the books to those areas that they were all involved with. Um, the other ones did too. Shaw, Shaw did some, and um, and um, Daniel Murphy. Who else, Chris? Um, I just have to like. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, they all did. And so we all got involved. The Rockies got involved. They did a huge donation. Um, and then we did a donation. And then, you know, we just contacted everybody else to try and get it going. And it's taking off and because it was just such a tremendous need. Yeah, we, we were getting it. If we had 100,000 books, we would be able to we'd be able to ship them immediately. We the requests we were getting were just like skyrocketing out of control. Like I could not keep up with. I, I just literally just was overwhelmed. So and that, a lot of that a lot of that reason is because when COVID came, everything shut down in the hospital, so the kids right. weren't allowed to go into the therapy rooms or leave mm. their rooms, and you know only could have one parent or anything. So the way that Christina ships the books is they're all ship shrink wrapped. So they are allowed to be oh, accepted and okay. put in the kids' rooms. Yeah, so that's what the big, huge need was. It was the only thing that the child life specialist had to hang on to for the kids. Well, I think that's a huge thing to point out because, yeah, usually they have game rooms and they have other things they can go and do. But you're right. You know, you forget about how the COVID-19 has affected the children who are sick and in their hospital rooms. And what an incredible gift to be able to send out to them. How many have you sent out so far of the My Journey coloring books? Um, We're at about 70,000 right now in um, 160. Uh, over 175 children's hospitals across the country. So, and you're saying even if you had 100,000 more right now, you would be able to send them out. The need is there. Yes. I have a waiting list a mile long. (laughs) And the other thing is, too, is she got requests from um, some of the nurses and doctors were sending requests asking, can we copy some of the pages of of the book for us, for the Mm. nurses and doctors in in our lunchrooms, because we need some help. 
Yeah, good point. Yeah, adult coloring books has been a huge thing. And what a what a great gift to be able to send those to the doctors and nurses as well who are needing that stress relief. Yes, yeah. and another, another element in this, too, that is interesting um, is not just for the kids that are, you know, it was created for the kids going through difficult treatments to be able to have that gift to be able to process what they're going through. And then when, obviously when COVID hit, everything we've been talking about was added to that. But another piece that came in, especially for New York and some of the, the states that have been hit pretty hard, is the children are also experiencing a lot of loss and mm-hmm. trauma from people in their families that are passing. And so a lot of the hospitals are actually giving the book and requesting the book for it to be a tool for the children to be able to process those things as well. Oh, what a what an incredible thing this has turned into. So obviously the need is still great. You've got your sister, you know, helping you out and, and rallying some of the Major League uh, Baseball troops behind you. But what can we do here in Colorado to help you and get the support out there? We really need more donations to be able to keep printing the books. And we, we print them up here in Fort Collins. We use a, a printer locally. And they have just, like, partnered with us. So they, like, totally get how they need to be packaged. So, like, we can – every time we get enough donations, we do another print run. They um, shrink wrap them, box them up, and ship them directly to the hospitals. So what, what we really need is just to find some more families or businesses or foundations that are looking for a way to be a light right now and um, maybe come to our website, riverandpearls.org, and read about it. You can click on children in hospitals, and you could read all about how it started, how this outreach started um, originally, the whole mission, and then view the list of all the hospitals we're in and read a ton of testimonies from hospital leaders. So the website kind of shares this whole story so someone can get their head around it. Right. But we love to be able to find some more people who would like to be a part of this. So how much does it cost? So let's break it down here. Um, how much do you need to d- raise in order to do another run? And I don't know quite how many booklets that is per run. So what we've got our costs down to, and again, I'm just going to sound like it's not a very nice book when I tell you how, how cheap we've got it down to, but the book itself w- could easily retail for fourteen ninety nine in a store. So it is, like you said, an absolute beautiful book. It and is, it was yes. made that way on purpose because we want the kids to receive it to feel like they just got the most beautiful book that is this beautiful gift. But in our partnership with the printer up here, we have got our cost down to only a dollar fifty a book. Okay. And then how many books do you usually do or run? I'm trying to think here. Okay. So for people who are saying, okay, maybe I could sponsor 50 books or maybe I could sponsor a hundred books, you know, how much money it's going to take to do another full run for you. So when we do the runs, we try to have at least $10,000 when we do a run so that we can, um, that brings that, that brings it to a, a little over 6,500 books. And on the website, it, it really though, it's just like it all adds up $50 donations, sure. $100 donations, $1,000 donations, $10,000. I mean, right. like it all, it all adds up. So I, I would say just if anybody had, you know, comes on, on the website and is moved, even small and big like we're just looking for anything right now to to help us keep it going but we could some of the hospitals could go through thousands upon thousands of books right now so we have a waiting list from to be able to deliver a 
up to 100,000 books. So I, I don't know if we would ever get close there getting that much in donations, but even if we just got 10,000, we would sure. do another print run, get the next get the next round out to those that are on the waiting list. And what have you heard from the doctors and nurses at the children's hospitals about these books and their impact on the kids? Man, you read a lot of those. Why don't you share? Yeah, well, I think probably the most powerful one was from New York when she said, uh, uh, one of the nurses or child life specialists, I'm not sure who who it was, said that uh, when they received the books and opened them, that they felt like a life preserver had just been thrown to them. I mean, it's such a beautiful thing that you started. And who knew that this was going to be happening in our world right now and the need that would be out there for this? That's exactly yeah, definitely, right. Definitely, definitely a need. The heart of our organization is that as the kids create things, that they would be healing leaves that would go out and, mm-hmm. and be able to touch people. And so that's why, like, when you see the cover of the book, there's leaves on it. So it's interesting, like, in a time where it is such a time of struggle for many, it's become a time of, of a harvest for us in terms of, of we've never had an opportunity to give as much as we've been able to right now. And these, this is all, there's no profit here, too, either. I just want to make that that clear. Chris is on her own doing this nonprofit, and she doesn't take one single penny from any of it. So it all, every single penny goes to the books. And I know having met Chris, you can just see it in her heart, see it in her face when you meet her, how important this project is. Now, Chris, have you talked to Morgan? And what has her reaction been? Because she's the teenager that created this book. Yes, I think it's still like overwhelming. You know, she's she's just now a freshman in college. So I think for her to wrap her head around that, that nearly 70,000 of these books have gone out to children now, it's, it's overwhelming to her. But I, I, I will say it's, it's been healing for the whole family to be able to be a part of this too, um, even for her parents and for the extended family, because they have such a beautiful family. And this really does come from the loss of losing um, their little Jordan and Morgan had this whole idea that came from that because she saw how hard it was when her sister was going through leukemia and going through the treatment. So to be able to do something beautiful for all of these kids that are going through a struggle that has come out of such great loss is, is very healing really for everybody involved. So it's, it's just a beautiful thing really to see how, how much this is bringing healing and hope to so many kids. I was going to say, it warms my heart, and I know it obviously does both of you as well. Christina Damari, Nan Black, thank you both for being here. Uh, give us the website one more time for folks who want to go online, learn more information, and hopefully make a donation. Okay, riverandpearls.org. All right, well, thank you both for joining me. Keep me updated. I'm excited to see what's going to happen next. Thanks for okay. having us. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you for joining us today. And once again, all the information on this nonprofit will be on the station's website. You can also share this again as a podcast. Go and have a blessed day and be kind. I'll see you next week.